in the mighty name of Jesus every shame every hold of darkness I expire tonight in the name of Jesus by the fire of God by the spirit of glory that comes upon you at this very second I stand as God's representative and I bring the fire of the spirit as sent by the Lord at this very instant moment every operation of shame every clog every machination of hell every manipulation that has been operated and done and, and hid in the spirit I come and I stand as one sent of God and I burn and destroy by the fire of the spirit right now let the fire of God come upon you as a witness right now one two three go in the name of Jesus every place the enemy has hid in your in your in your lineage in generational flow of wickedness by the spirit of the lord you are you are now separated you are now set free and you are now set loose for who the son of man has set free is free indeed i bring your cloud unto your heaven and to your to your to your source in the name of Jesus. You're free in Jesus' name. A new day has begun. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Congratulate somebody who has you take your seat. Aradove Glory be to God. Amen. One of the privilege of the prof of the gift of the, the prophetic gift, one of the privilege also of the office of the prophet is to be spirit, to see some things and to declare some things. Can you put your hand on your head and say in the name of Jesus? Every manipulation of, any, of the enemy is exposed and destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I still feel like prophesying. Not that type. 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 Oh my God, oh my God, Marocotesia. Hmm. Look, you don't, you don't know who you are. You don't, you don't have an idea of who you are. But you will know. You will know. You don't know who you are. You will know. You will know. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will keep you. Keep you. All right, Matthew chapter eleven. Let's just um, enjoy Bible. Maybe end of this April or early of May, we'll have three nights of glory. That's all we'll have. Yeah, yeah. We are due for one, and all we'll just be doing is um, we'll just between word and impartations and and um, there are moments where your life shifts yeah so so I should we are due for one of such moment but maybe first week of May or last week of April sometime very soon uh, I also want to try and prepare for it Thank you, Father. It is well with you. It is well with you. Matthew chapter 11. 
Matthew chapter 11. To think that I didn't even want to come to service today is very, very amazing. I told this other maybe I was string. I didn't, I didn't want to. I was, I've, I've been, I've been very tired. I've been completely, I've been really, really tired. Matthew chapter 11. Let me wear my jacket so I can hide my stomach. <laughs> so that Digi does not think he has a colleague. His colleague did not come to church. That was Mr. Lekon. <laughs> they are covenant friends. <laughs> Glory to God. Let me tell you something about the anointing. Sometimes... You are very careful because you don't know when you, because the spirit of a prophet is subject to a prophet. So you don't you don't always prophesy because because it comes on you and all of that. You see, but sometimes when it comes on you, you are and you want to do other things. You also want to be sure whether um, whether you are meant to do other things or not so that you know you don't get rebuked you know by the Lord. so many times you're in the dilemma of should i keep prophesying or should i um, do other things you know I, I particularly like to do other things you know most of the times you know uh, i like to just stay in the word you know but when you're so you're, you you can sometimes be confused when you're staying in the word you want to stay in the word but your eyes are is opened and sometimes you're like if my eyes are still opened am i meant to keep you know prophesying or should i go into the word and teach and sometimes you're wondering if i teach have i offended was i meant to say the things you know i saw so so sometimes even the minister himself is a student you know even in the things of you know of the spirit I plan that we should just look at Matthew chapter 11 and continue from, I think, Sunday, you know, Matthew chapter 11, continue from Sunday's um, um, point of conversation, Matthew chapter 11. Um, I began to talk about some things. I began to talk about some things, you know. Um, you get a point now. Because actually, actually the days... The times have changed, you know that. The times have changed. The great harvest is here already, you understand that. But, you see, there have been harvests at different times and seasons, and so that might not be a big deal. It is a big deal, but beyond the harvest, God wants us to go for wisdom. You get the point now? So that the harvest can replicate the kingdom. You know, God is the Son of God did not die to give us a move of the Spirit. And many times, what we turned harvest to are moves of the Spirit. You'll get the point now. And um, everybody enjoys it for two years, three years, five years, and eventually it um, it goes away. And um, we pray for the next, you know, revival. You know, but it is by wisdom that a house is built. You get something now. Because God wants something, God wants his kingdom um, uh, being expressed and lived out. You get the point now. We need to begin to pray to God to give us the wisdom to manage the harvest. Or the wisdom to appropriate the harvest. You get the point now. So that we can really, really operationalize, allow me to use that word, the things of God. And that the things of God will not only be seen on the altar and on the pulpit. You get the point now. 
where the things of God can function outside the altar. You know, the, the closeness, you, you should be feeling, that feeling of Jesus being close to you should be something you don't only feel on the altar. It should be something you should feel and be aware of everywhere, even in your most mundane um, activity. Are you together with me? The manifest presence of God. And that's what we have to now start to desire and start to labor for and start to build. We're still very far from the, uh, from the syllabus of the things that God will have us to know, to learn. Are we together now? You see? But we have to be, we have to be on the journey. Are, we, are you with me? Of acquiring the appropriate um, download of wisdom. I was listening to, an, to a man of God who has been in the, in the forefront of ministry work today and he made a statement. And, and when he, got, he was preaching and he got to this point and he began to scream, he's an old man, he's, he's well over 70. And he said the problem, he said every problem is a wisdom problem. You get the point now. When I say wisdom, I'm not saying common sense. You know, sometimes we're bastardized that word wisdom. is no more strong to us. It's just common sense. Or it's, not, it's not common sense. I'm talking about the ways of God. That's what I mean by wisdom. It's the ways of God. Praise God. There's no place you are suffering that you are suffering because there is one uh, where it is impossible for you but to suffer. You know? Any, any area of your suffering is your area of your lack of wisdom. Are you with me? And that's why um, a lot of people keep suffering because it takes a lot of humility to receive wisdom. That's, that's the way to receive wisdom. Um, if you're not humble, you can never have access to wisdom at all. You get the point now. The Bible says receive with meekness the engrafted word of God that is what? Able to save your soul. The word, word of God uh, uh, will fly stresslessly to also mean what? The wisdom of God. Are you with me? And how can it be received? For meekness. So there is humility. Are you together with me? There's humility in receiving wisdom. And so we need to run the race of wisdom to be humble, to be, to be humble. The Bible says that blessed are the poor in spirit. You get the point now. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You get the point now. So you have to be poor in what? In spirit. That's a state of what? Of humility. So that the kingdom doesn't, hap doesn't happen to those who are sure they have it. Are you together with me? It happens to those who are longing to receive it. You get the point now. I mean practically walking in the kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. There's a need for humility. Anybody who can manifest a dimension of God and, and, and gets proud has already been cut off even whilst manifesting. You get the point now. So, 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 so the kingdom, there's a lot of humility. You get the point, my friends? So we need to run that race. Everybody here, we need to run that race so that God can begin to build in us um, patterns and, and, um, and, um, and, 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 and give us ideas on how to do life. And beyond that, he can now make us a reservoir of the ways of God. You remember that the old prophecy talks about how the Gentiles will come to us and what would they ask us to do? They'll say we should teach them. Amen. We should teach them the ways of God. That's when the mountains of the Lord will be exalted above every other mountain. And they will come and say, teach us. Teach us. Are you with me, friend? And so the question is, let me ask you, ask yourself, what can I, what can I definitely teach the world? What has God done in you that you can definitely teach the world? Now, 
Now, when, it, when the world says you should teach them, then you need to understand that it wouldn't be during a service. You understand that. So that's beyond the dimensions of the fivefold. That is the ministry of the saints. At this level, the saints are now actively in ministry. You get the point now? Because they have the wisdom of God. It means that we must lead a life that is superior and compelling. Are we together here? We must lead a life that is superior and compelling, even in the mundane. Praise God. And so we need to run the race, run the race, run the race. The race of acquiring wisdom. And it is run how? By humility. You have to be humble. You have to be humble. You, you shouldn't be so, you shouldn't, you, you have to be humble. Are we together, friends? You have to be humble. And so that's my admonition for us today. You know, have to be humble. We have to be humble. It takes humility. Let me try if we can still do something for 20 minutes before we go. Is that okay? Let's do 20 minutes. Matthew chapter 11. So, we see here the story of John that I was trying to teach, to teach us. And I mentioned a lot of things. One of the things I mentioned was how John had disciples. You know, John had a fantastic ministry. Did you know that? He had a strong ministry. The people who really followed John never missed Jesus. And that's, that's ministry. The ability to help people recognize their Lord. So, so an accurate ministry is how well do their people recognize Jesus. And, 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 and that was John's ministry. Did you know that most of Jesus' disciples were John's disciples? How were they able to switch? You get the point now. So he, he, had, he had an amazing ministry. One of the finest apostles of the early church was a disciple of John by the name Apollos. Very strong ministry. Very powerful ministry. And I was telling you how John had, even though he was in prison, the Bible says two out of his disciples. For me, that's what I meant when I was talking about the wisdom of God, the ways of God. Like, what kind of people are still submitted to a man in prison? You know, that's not normal. That's not how human beings are. But that's how God's people are. It says two out of, and we saw this even in the New Testament. Um, um, Paul, while in, was in prison, had one or two disciples who were still committed to him. That's very strong. That's intense. That's, that's, that's so intense. Having disciples while in prison, that's intense. That's deliverance from the world. Because the world is, 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 is established on showmanship, right? You don't want to be a disciple of somebody who's in prison, who people were comparing to Elijah and the likes, and eventually his head is going to be cut off because a girl danced. You get the point. A girl danced. One girl danced, and the result of that dance was John's head. A girl danced. This is when you have been dancing, you haven't got anybody's head. A girl danced and and um see see also how intense the enemy is and how the enemy also has disciples. That a mother had the opportunity of owning half of the kingdom. Can you see that even Satan's children are not carnal? I'm telling you, she had the opportunity. So the question is, what did she know? What did she know? She had the opportunity of owning half of the kingdom, and she said she doesn't want it. That John's head is, is, is more 
his authority because because it was about it was about authority in heaven. You get the point. When I mean heaven, I don't mean the heaven of God where God resides. I mean the heaven of the earth. John had access because he who has authority will have access to the heart of men. So John already was having access to the heart of men. You get the point now. Can you see how far the devil can go to cut somebody down who is beginning to have a voice in the spirit? And this is why we need to pray for leadership and support leadership. Do you understand that? Because what you are seeing casually, the enemy sees it deeper. You get the point now? Do you know the way some of you see me is not as Satan sees me? As you are seeing me as, uh, maybe this guy has beard, fine boy. Satan might be seeing me with, 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 with army uniform and guns. And he's looking for how to kill me. Whereas you are just saying, Kai, this pastor is trying, Sha, is trying, Sha. Whereas a real battle is, are you together with me? A real battle is going on behind the scene and you're not seeing. And what you are seeing is church that, ah, this church is growing, no, Kai, you know. You might just be seen at that level, whereas there is serious warfare. I remember the first time God showed me one of the witch that was doing me. I was wondering, why is this girl doing me? You know, like, why are you doing me now? I don't have issues with you. You know, like real, the person showed me the witch that was making, um, releasing stuffs against my life and against my family. I didn't know why the girl was, why Satan, you know, um, uh, employed her for such. I didn't even know I was that uh, relevant to what the enemy is doing. You get the point now. And so see the value that these guys had you know, both the value that uh, the wife of Herod has and the value that, you know, are you together with me? It is, it is those that are at the least of the food chain that are concerned about physical things. In both worlds, though. In both worlds. And that's why you, you hear some money and you say, how did they give this footballer $55 million? The, the money some musicians have, you say he made $100 million. $100 million. Immediately I calculated $100 million. I had one zero, that's one billion. I had another zero, that's 10 billion. And I times it by five, that's 50 billion. 50 billion. What, is, what do we want to do with 50 billion? You see, but the real, the real, uh, the real work, the real, the real um, thing they are doing is more than that money. It's, it's to raise influence so that souls can be controlled. You see that one that they said did Nike shoe and put uh, blood. In the... It's just all those all those blood he puts in that is just. That's not the point. You see, because previously, before that particular incident, the guard already identified himself as a musician for children. Actually, he has a huge followership with children. And he already granted a viral interview and admitted that he knows and he agrees that he is an artist for children. And so the guy had been singing and parents have been allowing the guy, their children, follow that guy. But there are videos of him ministering in schools, in children camps. And so they bought the children, then he now did that. <laughs> You get the point. And I began to sing for Satan and all of that. And all of that. So that was all the strategy to just get the next generation um, destroyed. And that's why I said we should never rest until we do something generational. That's what I've been saying to you guys. We have to do something generational. We have to introduce and that, it, that listen, what makes it generational is the power in it, is the presence in it, 
What makes it generational is not how well we can copy the enemy. We have an assumption that if I can copy the enemy, you understand, then, then it will be generational. It's the glory of God that makes it generational. A lot of you were able to, to give your life to Christ. You don't know, but you got the seed during assembly. The songs that was sang during assembly in your secondary school. You need to find out who made sure that there's fellowship in assembly. You, you see, who did it? Somebody did it. We might not know the person, but there is a, there is, there is a glorious being that made sure that we're having, is part of uh, having assembly and somebody will come and preach more. All the songs we're singing in assembly ground. I hope they're still singing all those songs now. If it's not Naramali, they are now singing during in assembly. You know, and one of the things God told me today is that um, one of this Christian writer, this old Christian writer that did you know, the C.S. Lewis um, type of anointing is coming back. The, the ability to make spiritual things accessible for humanity. You know, in the order of art and creativity. I tell you the truth. The pen, the pen of C.S. Lewis, the mantle of C.S. Lewis is still here with us. And we're going to find access to it. Amen. You get the point now. All right, let me, go, let me go to the crux of the matter. I still have like 10 minutes. Then maybe on Sunday, if God will allow me, I will now go back to the full gist. But let me go to the crux of the matter. I won't, I won't do a build up like I usually do. Let's go to, let's go to um, verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent takes it by force. This was after Jesus Christ began to talk about the greatness of John the Baptist. Are you with me? In the previous verse, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, among those born of women, there was not reason one greater than John the Baptist. But he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So, of everybody born of, of women, there is none greater than John the Baptist. You know, that's, that is aside, obviously, based on this statement, Jesus took away Adam from it, right? Because Adam was not born of a woman, right? You see, because Adam is the first man. It represents humanity. While Jesus Christ is what? The second man. Now, for every other person born of man, there is none as great as what? As John the Baptist. And they told us why. They said the reason is that all other prophets prophesied until John. So John was not prophesying. John was in that very exact moment where prophecy was coming to pass. You get the point now. You know, I will go into that maybe on Sunday. But my point is that when, when, when the time of John came, he says John is greater than every man. But he now says that the least in the kingdom. Now look on. He now says the least in the kingdom is now greater than John. You get the point now. So, so Satan had to battle John. Right? Battle John who is the greatest. And that was why that woman took him out. Because he was a real trouble in the spirit. Right? But another announcement has now been made. That <laughs> Satan... Eh, John is great, too, but the least, what I've come to do as Jesus Christ, I've come to open the door of the kingdom. Now, some people are now going to have access into that kingdom. Now, the least in the kingdom is not greater than this John the Baptist. In essence, from that day, the gates into that kingdom now suffers violence. There's a lot of casualty because Satan does. <laughs> you now understand that scripture now. Yeah. John is the greatest. Satan had to do with John. You get the point. They took him out as quick as possible. 
You see, John, John was taken out because Jesus died at 33. So how old did John die? <laughs> you get the point now. So he was, he was a young boy. But as young as he was, they said he's the greatest of all the prophets. So you can imagine the weight the guy was amassing in the realm of the spirit. Jesus now said, but from that moment of John, eh, after John, Satan, you are going to see bad children that are greater than all the prophets plus greater than John. He says, from that time, Satan found that out. He had been, he had been relieving people because people don't generally have sense. But this time where the possibility of having people greater than John will not be happening on earth. How will I cope? So there is a lot of violence. So the access to the kingdom is full of violence. Yeah, a lot of violence. So, so there is a major warfare going on over your life. You need to, you need to understand that, that there is a major warfare going over your life. Serious warfare. That you will not have access to the kingdom. So it means that the possibility of those who will be greater than Elijah are here. Greater than Abraham. Greater than all of that are here. Greater than Jeremiah. That's even the least in the kingdom. Okay, what about the great people in the kingdom? So if you, are, if you qualify as least in the kingdom, you have, you have made it. So if there's least in the kingdom and it's this great, it means that there is also not in the kingdom. There is what? Not in the kingdom. Not in the kingdom. If you are not in the kingdom, you will know. I don't say you are not born again, but you are just not in the kingdom. Are we together here? There is a lot of violence. Jesus now told us the, the antidote. Or the way to respond. He says, from the days of John the Baptist until, the, until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. <laughs> and then the violence. That's, that's the key. The violence. So you have to rename yourself. You have to rename yourself because that realm is full of violence. So you too, you must come as what? As violence. If you don't come as violence, you will end as casualty. Yeah. How violent are you? How violent are you? That's the question of the day. How what? How violent are you? A lot of us are not violent. We are peacemakers. And they told you in that terrain, all that is happening there, you know, you get is war. They are they are cutting head, cutting years. That's all they do. They don't used to. They don't used to greet good morning. You get the point now. They don't used to greet good morning in that place. They don't greet good morning. How are you? They are not fine. <laughs> so if you go there as a gentleman, are you with me? You have to be violent. To access the kingdom, you have to be what? Violent. How violent are you? If you are not violent, you are a casualty. If you are not violent, you are what? You are a casualty. Jesus put it this way. He said, he said, he said woe to that, that one who is nursing that day. That is this day. It's the day of the kingdom. The one that has many children, nursing. Go and, check the, go and check the letters of the apostle. He's training violent men, men and women. He wrote a letter to a teenage boy and told him that as a, uh, you have to learn to be a soldier of Christ. He said, don't be entangled with civilian affairs. That's our language. He said, I said what? I said, what? how did he put it? He said, he said don't be entangled with, what? with civilian affairs. That civilian affairs is not talking about sinu. He's just talking about behaving like a normal human being. Yeah. That's what he meant. He said, stop behaving like a normal human being. He said, no one engaged in warfare. You understand? So, 
Your life, there is... Do you understand that? There is warfare over your life. Can you see how some nations... The, listen, the nations, the West, who just tweaked one or two scriptural positions, see the kind of country they have now. They are casualties. You know, the church in the West now, you can't even be a Christian, you can't even be born again. You know, to be born again, you don't need violence. You don't need to believe. But in that place now, to even start is violence. Because everything has been completely deroded. Then to now stand as a Christian in that place, you have to be full of violence. That's why in Nigeria now where Christianity is still strong, if you are not violent in the year, uh, and you want to go and do masters, <laughs> go and go and check, go and check all our casual Christians who went there. Within two months, go and check their Facebook post. Two months. Two months. Go and check all of them. All those who didn't have fire here, who were just going to church. Within two months, they became idiots. Two months. All of them. They just suddenly thought they have become wise. They have turned to casualties. Within two months, they just begin to say, you know, um, religion is the greatest problem of Africa. We need two two weeks. Just uh, asylum visa they give them. I'll be what they Within two weeks, they now went to seek asylum. Within two weeks, stupid children, stupid children. All of them. I wish that I wish a few of them can be online now. Stupid children. No sense. They have absolutely no sense. No grabs on doctrine. Their souls are without anchor. You can't even go into an into into discussion with them. Completely stupid children. Because when they were here, they didn't get the violence. The violence. You see how I've been preaching strong anytime I have the, uh, uh, the privilege to preach on marriage. You see how strong I go? Because it's violence. If you miss it there, you have missed it. If I don't teach you marriage the way I'm meant to teach you, and I say, you know, the husband and the heads, the husband and the wife, they are equal, you know, and I begin to deceive you and look for what to say. Listen, you can't be, you can't be an accurate Christian and be a celebrity on Twitter. It's not possible. You can't teach the Bible and still be popular on Twitter. Any pastor who is popular on Twitter is not teaching the Bible. It's not possible. You can't. How? You see, because that's, that's the depot. That's the depot. And that's where they share their new... That's where... Satan um, new alert of stupidity. That's where they release it. So everybody goes there to receive the next stupid agenda. Am I preaching here? So we should be going there ready for insults. You should not be going there. You should not be going there not not wanting to be insulted. You should go there ready for insults. You should begin to get used to insults. You should not want the applause of the world. You should, you should have no business. You see, by the time the world says, Kai, that pastor is smart, you're already, you're already a casualty. Violence! Violence! All our, all our doctrine is against the direction the world is going into. Except we preach it with wisdom. And the wisdom of this world. That's what I mean. If you preach it as it is, the world does not like what we are preaching. Are we together here? And that's why we are not here to get pally. We are not here to be pally with the world. We are here to express a different narrative. And by that, we might save some. 
We're not here to prove that we too we have sense. That's not the point. We're here to judge their wisdom. Not to say we too we have sense. So they either see us as foolish or as saviors. Not as partners. So the world, the way to show that you're really hitting the world is that they either see you as a savior or they see you as a what? As a fool. And I'm seeing that violent stuff is already increasing its momentum even in our nation. And then we have to start teaching the raw apostolic gospel. Do you know how many Christians who still say things like, uh, I will give my tithe to the poor? Do you know how many pastors who, who don't have the liver to even talk tight again? You see, you need to be talking God for people like Bishop David Uyidipo. Those are men of violence. Yes, <laughs> Those are violent men. The man is, you see, the man is, the man, the man unload, he, 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 when you are shooting, the man downloads uh, um, bullets every, every week. The man is shooting and he knows what he's doing. And what, you see, I, and I appreciate the new suits he's been wearing. Or maybe I've worn them from old. Those suits that the hand will come out like this. That's violence. You don't, you don't dress three pieces. You don't dress. The man's suit will be like this. Devils. He will finish his statement and say, Those are the men of violence. That's how to engage you. You have to become violent. And that's the first way to be violent is that you are going to have to agree that the scripture is correct. And that you were born a fool. So you won't be angry if somebody call you born fool. You need to agree that you were born a fool. And that you are now getting wisdom from this. It means that everything in scripture is correct. And then you now get to the pro of just taking it in. See, see, I don't have, let me tell you, I don't have a position on my own. I have scriptural position and apostolic positions. I take the position I see in scripture and the positions my fathers and the Lord give to me. That's, I'm not thinking. You get my point? Yes, Violence. I'm not thinking, I don't think. I don't think. And that's why I take, my, I take a lot of time. Because I don't think. The reason I'm taking a lot of time is not to think. It's to find out scripture. If my hand holds scripture or counsel from an apostle over my life, not, every, not apostles generally, the ones that God gave me, I'm fine. Violence. You have to be aggressive. In your pursuit of the things of God. And, I, and, 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 so, and we're all are different. Please give me some few, maybe 10 minutes more. And we're all at different levels of our work with God. And God knows that. But you have to be aggressive. If you are not aggressive, you are in Satan's prison. It says that the kingdom of heaven that space has become bloody. That space now full of blood, 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 and blood. It's full of blood. That place. And it's Elijah that started it. When Elijah is a man of violence. That's the spirit John came with. The man is a man of violence. Any small thing caught on fire, blood. <laughs> yeah. Any small thing, fire, it will kill people. One, one, the one general meet him and said, don't kill me too now, the way you have killed the other 50. He said, okay, I promise you I won't kill you. The man is full of violence. Any small thing, if I be a man of God. If I be a man of God. <laughs> and it would then finish him. Jesse, I told you, see, 
Elijah slaughtered the prophets of Baal. I don't know. I can't remember the amount of them. Eh? On the mountain, he's, he slaughtered. What kind of man is that? Then Jezebel now told him <laughs> that you see, this is the same thing that will happen to you. That's again. And when Elijah saw it, that's what the Bible said. Elijah saw it. It means that she brought... So, so when your prophet now speaks, you now think he's just speaking. If Jezekiah can speak and Elijah was imparted. You now understand the, the power in words of the anointed. And Jezebel sent a message out to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. <laughs> and when he saw that, <laughs> the guy saw it. Because it was in the spirit. Violence. Can, are you getting the point now? How violent are you? What's your if they snap if they snap your picture in the spirit, will you will you will you be found smiling? <laughs> if it's found smiling. That's why it is violence to be going through a process in life that is not um, desirable. And the spirit of God says, I'm in charge. And then you now begin to rejoice. That's violence. That's violence. Where it looks like you are being delayed and you, have, and, and you are responding to what God says and not what you are going through. That's violence. If you don't respond in violence, you'll be taken out. That place, eh? You are either violent or dead. No, you are, is either, since Elijah, since John the Baptist, is either you are dead or not, or alive. No, no cooler. Where they just put you, say, let's warm you. No cooler. It says, give us that scripture again. It says, it says, and he saw that. Huh? See, by the time that woman finished with Elijah, God tried to restore Elijah. Elijah could not be restored. It didn't work. It didn't work. About three times, God tried to restore Elijah. It kept getting worse. Angel came and gave him bread from heaven. It didn't work. Fire passed. It didn't work. Everything, the thing did not work. Elijah said, it's only me that remains. God could not do anything. He said, come on. Come on. Anoint Jehu, anoint Azael, and anoint Elisha in your stead. So it means that the mantle of Elijah, he had not finished his work, but that soul was already defeated. So they needed another soul to finish it. That's why there is no spirit of Elisha. There's no spirit of Elisha. It's still Elijah. They just changed the casing. That was, it's still Elijah. They just changed the casing and said, ah, this screen don't break. <laughs> Samsung. <laughs> the screen don't break. They don't be repair the screen. Screen to fall down. They had to just remove the OS and get another Another case. When my phone spoiled, my 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 note spoiled. They just remove they just remove the panel and brought a new phone complete and just put the panel inside and collected eighty five thousand. <laughs> yes. This the phone itself to buy the phone itself was about ninety five thousand. <laughs> Well, 
When people ask me, how much did you change? Uh, this is the first time I'm saying the real price. Shame used to cut three. And it's my arrogance. I don't like things destroyed in my hands. I feel defeated in life. So, so I, re- I fix my things. I always feel defeated. It's my own personal uh, principle. So they just removed the anointing on him and told him to come up. And then they took him up and put the same spirit on uh, fresh blood. Violence. You have to be aggressive. Don't be casual with the things of God. Don't be casual. Husband, wife, everybody, teenager, everything. God, a teenage prophet called Samuel, God picked him. The first time God began to talk to him, God began to talk to him about how he wants to destroy uh, uh, Eli, the children. He was talking to a teenager. It means that God many times is not aware of your age. Matasa. You understand? If you can respond, God can be telling you about how the new heaven and the new earth will be like. And you, you think that you just need to eat the next meal. And God is talking about very serious. He's, you see, he does not know small children. That's, how level, that's the level of, ag- of passion and aggression that the spirit, if you face it, they will open you to realms. When I was back there in university, I had an anointing on my life that was greater than my God can be careless. He can, you see, he can anoint. Don't be angry with that statement. Just enjoy yourself. I know what I'm talking about. He can put a strange anointing on somebody that is not mature for it. I'm telling you the truth too. That the guy will be at the mercy of mentors when God wants to do something. Especially when God does not find somebody ready. We'll just throw it on somebody. The guy will be moving the anoint- that can destroy him. I tell you the truth. That's how intense the things of the, of the spirit can be. Ah! I was so anointed that, I told you several I was anointed. I went into somebody else's program to go and end the program. I felt the program was not accurate. A real program, or real, just like us, we're preaching now. <laughs> somebody should just enter and collect the mic and send everybody home. That's right. This meeting is not accurate in the spirit. This is not the will of God. And I looked at the person who was hosting the program. I said, if he wants to confront me now, he will fall down and die now. <laughs> because what, what was on me was more than the wisdom in me. And I was being foolish. And that's how God can be. I tell you the truth. He can anoint. When there was nobody to prophesy to Balaam, the anointing came on the donkey. The anointing came on the donkey and the donkey began to prophesy. Have I ever done like this to you before? Can't you see this? Can you see, let me, let me use a funny phrase. Can you see how cheap the anointing can be if you can engage violently? I'm telling you the truth. Something can come on you. Something can, I was telling you guys of how I was engaging that I wanted to go upstairs. My son was telling me yesterday that today, was it today was telling us, Maverick, he said, I'm going to heaven tomorrow. That's all I say. You are not going to. The last say you are not going to heaven. You are staying here. I say feeling now. I say feeling now. To be fair, So I asked him, "Who is taking you, Jerry?" And he replied me, "He said God and Jesus Christ." 
And that's what he prayed me. He said, God and Jesus Christ, I'm going to heaven <laughs> tomorrow. I told him, say, go be. I'm telling you the truth. You, you, have, you have to be intense. You have to be intense. If you are not intense, you are a casualty. Because that place, the boys are not smiling. It's real. When I have some encounters, I find out how real this is. I don't know is this real sometimes. Sometimes I need to have an encounter to be, to be jolted back to life. Kai, this is real. I was asking people, in one place I went to preach, I said, since Bimbo Odukoya went, who has reason that has our authority? Nobody. This is when Mama went. It was God that reminded me of that thing. He said, can you now understand what it costs me to raise one minister? That's why when you people are giving up on a minister quick enough, me, I'm not going to join you people. Because you think it's automatic to raise another one. Violence. You need to wake up in the night and just sit down on the chair and say, God, what's happening? Only you, from 2 a.m. to 5 a.m., what's happening? Say, God, what's happening? Violence. I was watching one film yesterday. I was going to off it. But my wife was saying, be patient, be patient. Because I don't, I don't usually watch film. We were just doing the thing slow, slow. The girl got pregnant. She was not liking her baby. We were not playing bad, bad music. Sorrowful music, therapy. The film is therapy. I don't know if I've seen that movie. It's a nice movie, actually. They're not playing very sorrowful music. I say, you cannot train me in depression. <laughs> you can't. We're not playing sorrowful. Every, all the songs, we're just singing bad, bad songs. The, the girl was not seeing, seeing therapy every day. The film is about therapy. Somebody going to therapy. Depressed person. I don't know if I said this film, as this film is going, somebody who is, who is not depressed, that is nearly depressed. <laughs> By the time he sees this movie, he will just enjoy the world of depression and say, ah, I understand her. I understand her. And so t- later, it will say, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed. <laughs> Listen, depression is real, but don't play with it. It will take you out. Don't play with it. It's demons. Don't play with it. You are, don't be sure you will come out of it. Yeah. But real. All these small, small children online say, I'm depressed, I'm depressed. They are not taking care. Uh, mental health. People are not concerned about mental health. Don't make mental health come on to you and say, I have mental challenge. Mental challenge. Don't have mental challenge. It is real, but you have to be violent. Yes. Put that thing in our vocabulary. Go and check your mother. See, see your mother. Your mother is not yet depressed. Yes. With all the things your father and all uh, uh, his family did to her. Yes. She still will bash her beer and go to party. Yes. She will not even be dancing to shame the people fighting her. By the time they play a song. She will go and dance there among them. And do this. We must take back that spirit. You get my point? Yes, you must fight to be alive. Yes, fight to be alive. And confess the right things. Yes, confess the right. Keep confessing the right. I don't care what you bought. Make sure your confession is right. Regardless of how you are feeling. Those demons cannot stand the confessions of scriptures. They can't. Can I told you I have my speaker? I have a speaker. I have my speaker. I bought it. I bought it. It's for preachers. I hear preachers. Ask my wife. I hear preachers every time. I hear the word of God every time. I have preachers. Those are the people I'm listening to. I have preachers. Sometimes I visit some of my mentors just to give me word. 
of my speaker.